it's been there since the foundation of the world. Reshaping man's thoughts and ideas of life and redirecting man's pursuit in life to fit its agenda. It's a matter of disguise, working through men endlessly, using every way to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's Mammon, the spirit behind money. Charles and Susan Opio in their book Unmasking Mammon help their readers unmask this deadly spirit and embark on a journey back to the Father. Unmasking Mammon is a must read. Now available on Amazon and on order at cyruscom254 at gmail.com for physical copies. Grab your copy today and start off your journey to overcoming the spirit of Mammon. Unmasking Mammon by Charles and Susan Opio. We continue talking about our 10 and 90 and we are saying that if you do your 10%, God will do his 90. Yes. Now understanding where you are, your 10 starts because yes. God expects you to do your 10 yes. so that you can allow heaven yes. to come into your space. Yes. So as you walk into the market space, you're simply saying, God, I walk into this place where I know there are God's of Babylon. There you go. They are gods that have already laid the rules. They are yes. gods that have already said this is our space and sons of God cannot come here. Uh-huh. Then God says, listen, I place my sons in the earth yes. to represent me and I have my own way of how their economy operates in the earth. Uh-huh. And that's why God tells you, all I need you to do is your 10 and allow me to come in and do the 90. There now let's go. talk about Elijah and the widow. The widow of Zarephath. Yes. Now, if you if you track Elijah before he arrives at Zarephath, he and you keep seeing patterns of ten. Go to a brook called Cherith. I will feed you there. I've ordered ravens to feed you. Mm-hmm. All Elijah had to do was show up at a brook called Cherith. Yes. From there, here's the ninety. The confusing mm-hmm. night. Ravens brought Elijah bread and meat. Okay, pause. Who are ravens? Mm. Let's even go into the science. Yes. Okay? Yes. Ravens technically are not only meat eating their scavengers, mm. which means they are not the best or the best courier service. <laughs> to deliver to, to Elijah. To deliver meat. And in a season of famine, where do they get meat from? We never ask those questions. And what kind of meat do you bring that Elijah does not call unclean? Hmm. Because a raven is an unclean bird. Yes. Okay? And how does he, where do they get the meat from that they bring that Elijah can survive on? Hmm. You know, when you talk about the 90 of God, <laughs> when you, now, most of anyone who watched our last conversation, yes. if you go back and ask yourself, well, every time I look at the 10, yes. I seriously can't understand. These are the questions that you ask yourself for you to know the yes. kind of God you're dealing with. You're when you say this, Father, when he gives me an instruction and tells me, live on that instruction. This is what will get you unstuck. There this you is what will get you out of where you are to where you're supposed to be. You if you come to this story and say, Elijah and the widow, First yes. Kings is 17. Yes. First you said, let's talk about this raven. Yes. Okay. Where did the meat come from? Yeah. Since we know it, the raven did not slaughter. Was it already roasted? Was it? Elijah cannot eat raw meat. <laughs> In scripture, you know it is forbidden. Yeah. So, 
What is the picture here? Mm, mm. The picture is where, where God sends you, you are safe even in a drought. Yes. Even in a famine. Mm-hmm. And Elijah was only asked to show up there. Yes. That was all he was doing. Mm. And while he's there, now let's use now metaphors for heavens. Meat eating birds. Meaning, God can supply to you mm-hmm. from the stingiest. Okay. Most mm-hmm. arrogant. Yes. From the, the most unexpected, unexpected yeah. everything that goes against your understanding of provision. Hmm. So when you talk about provision, when you're saying that you're trusting God for provision, yes. do not direct him, do your ten. Sure. Allow him to send the ravens. And that's what we said in our last conversation. Don't sit outside looking for birds. You're yes. not Elijah. No. But Elijah has given you a pattern that God will do the unexpected. Yes. God will send the least faithful. Of course. Because if you the worst case scenario, <laughs> the people who can never yeah. do good. So don't look at in your environment and say who I'm is I'm looking God for sending. somebody good. Yeah. I'm looking for somebody generous. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody who has abundance. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody who is wealthy. No. Ravens. God tells you, my friend, look at that story so that you know who you're dealing with. He is your father and he knows. Actually, we always say for us now, yes. we've reached a place where we say, God has mm-hmm. said we, uh, the nations are open. Yes. Where will we go? We mm. don't sweat about it. Mm-mm. We know he has opened the nations. That's it. He knows which nations we are going to. You go to. Our part is when he says you're going to Lisbon, please go to the ticket agent. Where did he tell you to go? <laughs> Do not sit at home and say, the ticket will come. The ticket won't look for you. Hmm. Do your turn. At the time, he's telling you that. Those of you who are in the uh, brain versus mind, we said once your mind accepts what God told you, your brain finds the path (laughs) to that destination. Yes. You cannot miss it. Yeah. It is settled. Say this here, that when we say we are traveling, God doesn't tell us, I want you to go on 14th and come back on 21st. (laughs) No. You make a decision. Ten percent. God expects Do you to part. think. Because as his son, yes. you need to come to a place where your desires become your your desires are God's desires. Yes. You make a decision and God looks and says, Good and uh faithful, faithful servant. servant. Because the one who turned the talents five to ten, yes. he didn't tell God, show me how to do this. But when God came back, he said, Listen, you did exactly what I would have expected you to do. Very simple. God says, let's use Lisbon. Lisbon mm-hmm. is good because Lisbon had a set date for the event. Okay. It was not guesswork. Yes. Okay. So when the set date is set, what do you begin to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I am a Kenyan. My wife is a Kenyan. We need a Schengen visa. Mm. Is there an event? Yes. Who is hosting you? They exist. <laughs> Write the letter. I'm taking you through practical processes. This has nothing to do with prayer. Okay. God already spoke. You're going to the nations. Mm. The next thing happens, an invitation comes. Connect the two quickly and move Uh on. All right? Get the letter written. Go for the visa. Do you worry about the visa? You don't. Who said you're going to the nations? Mm. Do your documentation. Send. Wait for the visa. It comes. Because you know the date. Book tickets. Who said you're going? God. God. Actually, in this case, let me say something here. And I think there's someone we sat with when, when they asked that question. Yes. In that particular case, do you have money? Yes. yes. But what happens to many people? Many people say, God said, the nations are open. Therefore, you yes. should bring the money. What I have is mine. Yes. This is mine. Good. So God, you bring yours for that yes. which you're talking about. But God told us, listen, do you have the money? 
There's nothing like your when brain this tells is my, you. What do you mean this is your money? No. Pay the ticket. I think the beauty of that story was your brain tells you, look around you before you look outside you. You have the we money? We have this put here. And you know the problem with us? Mm. As humans, sometimes we have money set aside for something. So in our mind, that money doesn't exist. And God should know. God should know that. That's not for touching for now. That was not for Lisbon. Bring your own money for that trip. That's the mistake. <laughs> Remember what we said in that the revelation we got on yes. that. When you have money, God says you're going to the nations. You have money, but you're saying no, Lord. Uh, where is the ticket? You're like, listen, you have money. Then you tell God, this is my money. You bring yours. <laughs> because you God said tells I'm going. you, this is your money. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Remember, I live outside of time. Mm. I'm not in a hurry. Use it. We will talk. You talk. You use yours. Mm. When it's finished, I'll come to bring mine. Mm. And we were like, wow. You know what? We got that revelation with that, I think, was it the Lisbon trip where we said, listen, there are times we tell God, this is my money. You bring me for the ticket. And God is looking at you and saying, you see, lack of trust. What she's saying is so profound, it sounds simple. Why do we um, disengage ourselves from God Yet we expect God to step into our space. Yeah. So in other words, I'm believing God for A, B, C. Meanwhile, I have money saved up. Do A, B, C. Mm. But there's that Don't say that one I put aside. Now God provide. Whose is that and whose are you? Hmm. Guys, Elijah <laughs> and the widow. So now what yeah. does God do in mm-hmm. this story? Yeah. The Bible says that the brook dries right. up. And Elijah now says, go to a widow. I want you to understand the journey of Elijah. First, go to chariot and you'll be fed by what? Ravens. Then go to a widow who will sustain you. No. Under the laws of Israel, who, who sustains who? Widows don't sustain anyone. Yes. It is sustain the prophet, the prophet sustain the widow. Yes. I have commanded a widow to mm. sustain you yes. there. Mm. When Elijah shows up, he's done his turn. He tells the widow to do her turn. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. I've done my turn. Yeah, I've showed up. God expects every son of God <laughs> to do their turn. Even the widow. Do your turn. And then she's telling you, yes. I have nothing. God yes. tells you, in your nothingness, find your turn. Nothing. My friend, heaven will not just... Inter- There's nobody in yes. the earth yes. who can say they don't have their turn. God tells you, in your nothingness, yes. step out and now, do your I, turn. I want you to see something powerful. Extremely powerful. Yes. Here. Remember we talked about Moses and Joshua. Yes. God is with both of them doing different, different ways. Now we have Elijah and a widow and we'll see Elisha and a widow. Okay. God is with both of them doing different things. Mm. Notice they did not replicate. Yes. So in Elijah's widow, she wants to bake her last cake and die. She says, bake and give me first. Then there is enough to sustain both of them throughout mm. the famine. Mm. So God, she does her 10, God does his 90. His 90 sustains both of them. Mm. And in her 10, yes. God says, listen, yes. if you follow my instruction, yes. because she was told by the man of God, yes. give me first. Many That's people it. use that for many other stories. Forget yes. about that. Let's talk about <laughs> 10 and 90. Yes. Give me first. Yes. Why I'm allowing you to step into the 10 and 90. So that God can do his 90. So that God can come. So that we do not have a, a wrong pattern yes. of when the man of God comes. The widow did exactly. nothing. 
the, the man of God sustained. God tells you, listen, even when I have people in the earth representing me, yes. when they come into your life, they still expect you to do your 10. Absolutely. When she did her 10, yes. she still talked negative. Exactly. I'm this to die. to die. God tells you, God in the 10, are you following an instruction? You follow. about your own mouth. You follow. Because you have gone through such journeys that brought you to a place of negativity. No. But your 10% will sustain you. That's it. She may have spoken wrong, yes. but she did right. Hmm. The 10%, ten percent. If wrong. you follow an instruction, the instruction is God's desire for your life. Yeah, you so can. it doesn't matter what you're saying. God yes. will adjust you. Yeah. God will bring you to the right place. Remember, we always say He is God, your man. That's it. You are coming from a place of worry. As a widow, I yes. don't have anything. Uh-huh. I only have this and eat and die. Now let's shift to Elisha. Okay. To show you. No replication, no mm. formulas. Yes. Elisha has a widow with a different problem. Okay. This one is not in drought, she is in debt. So Elisha's scenario is different. The widow comes because the creditors want to take from her. Mm-hmm. We are back to what do you have in your hand? 10%. Now let me tell you mm. how to carry out your 10. Yes. Go to your house, shut yourself, pour out, who multiplied the oil? Ninety. Ninety. <laughs> the oil kept kept pouring until she didn't have any more vessels. There you go. So you are ten. Yes. You did. You yes. went and locked yourself. You went and started. As you start pouring, God steps in with the ninety guys. Exactly. There's a place God steps in with the ninety. Yep. And when that when we sit and say, Okay, let me ask you, how did this woman feel when she filled her little jar of oil when she took it and started pour, pouring and it filled a vessel and a second and a third what was her state there are things god does in your life when you do your 10 that gives you confidence in your father that tomorrow you will say listen the god who multiplied the oil has clients for the oil she did not go back to the man to say lay hands on me so that i can go and lay she said listen the god who multiplied has the clients yes you see the God of the 90. We only see the story of the, the prophet saying, now, now that you've come back, mm-hmm. you've done the first 10, mm-hmm. you've got your first 90. Yes. Now there's another 10. Mm-hmm. Go sell. Mm-hmm. Go sell. Who made them buy? If, you, if you've tracked our conversation on this widow before, we talked about who needed oil. King. Kings. All the way to prophets, to who's being anointed, to lamps. It did not matter. Oil was a huge economy in Israel. So what had just happened to her? Mm. From death to wealth. Mm. So when you talk about God giving our clients, yes. we don't see the part of favor with God and man. Yes. Where it says that we'll have favor with God and men. Why? Because who, who causes a man or a woman to leave their house yes. and decide to buy your product? There you go. It's not because you have a good product. Somebody else has what you have. But when your business is booming. Exactly. That woman could tell you, my business is booming. But you know what? The 90. For all we know, the day she had oil is the day somebody needed to be anointed. A king needed to be anointed. That was her day of oil. And she was told, sell, pay off your debt and leave leave off the rest. rest. Meaning from that moment, oh, yes. the woman didn't come back. Do you see what the 10 does? The 10 always makes sure you're freed. Remember, yes. when he talked about Egypt, 
that when God does something in your life, it is to free you, you not go. to keep you in bondage. There you go. Let's talk about Elisha and the borrowed aspect. Elisha, for those of you who've never maybe followed this conversation, it's one of the most interesting ones in scripture. Yes. The back story is that Elisha has a school of prophets. The prophets say the place we have is too small. Let's go move to a new place. He agrees to go with them. Mm. But to build that new place, they begin to cut down trees. While they're cutting down trees, an axe head breaks. And the axe goes into the river and sinks. And the fellow comes to Elisha and says, Alas, we have a problem. The axe head has sunk in the river and it was borrowed. Alright? So this can be a picture of you genuinely got a loan. Remember? Yes. Nine to see patterns. You genuinely got a loan. You were following a prophetic word. He was hmm. with a prophet. Hmm. Okay? So he was not in a place where he was doing something wrong. Maybe you borrowed to invest. Maybe you need to do to build to to help the journey of the kingdom. Remember, yeah. the accent was to cut a place for Elisha and the young prophets mm -hmm. to reside, so they can be raised as prophets. Mm -hmm. Maybe you invested, hoping you can support what the kingdom is doing, and something went wrong. What does Elisha do? Says no problem. Let me show you how the kingdom steps in. Mm -hmm. Takes a stick, puts it. It floats. The accent floats. How does, how does an axe head float? <laughs> All Elisha did was to put a stick. He understood the 10%. Mm. And that 10% is the wood that was put in the water yes. attracting yes. the metal. Exactly. How? So the principle, I, I like speculating about such things. Yeah. I say, you know, when you're dealing with the 90, you put the 10, the axe head, remember it had come off of mm. the handle. Yes. You put a stick, the axe's nature was changed into a stick's nature. Yes. Wood. It floated. Mm. It behaved like the wood. How? Talk of the 90. That's when we sit down and sometimes you get so excited. No when idea. you're like, okay, wait, how did this happen? Yes. How did this happen? I mean, for us, you know we love repeating the story of Peter <laughs> when he was told, go and cast your net yes. on the right side. Yes. And we always ask ourselves, okay, wait, the fish were doing whatever they were doing. And there's a word that told them, listen, this is all the roads lead to Peter's net. Get yourself there. 10% oh. cast your net. Just that's it, Peter. That's all I'm asking you to do. And remember he cast the net. Yes. Not nets. In fact, partial obedience. He didn't, but quite God believe. Still he didn't know the 90, through. how big the 90 looks mm. like. Still came through. Yes. So when you talk about the ninety, yes, I think for us when we are talking and saying having conversations, kingdom conversations, is where we sit and say, let's go through. Just think about this. Now when the fish are sitting there, the fishes are talking and saying, listen, there is a call, there is a sound in the water. Mm. It's calling us to go in a particular yes. direction. But that direction is a fulfillment of a word that God has spoken. Even the fish here. Yes, and, and those of you who have had this before, and we keep repeating stories we have told before yes. to show you that this pattern was always... Yes. Alright? Mm. One of the things that is always interesting is if you study... The, the story around the Lake of Galilee. Mm -hmm. We are told that that's a very hot area. And fishermen fish at night. In fact, if you follow the story, he said we have labored all, all night. night and yes. caught nothing. And now he's asking him to go out into the day. Mm -hmm. So the 10% the, the, the in this situation of Peter confronts sense. Yes. Confronts Babylonian intelligence. 
confronts the way things are normally done. Yes. So you're being told something. You're being told fish don't appear in the day. Mm -hmm. We have toiled all night. We are fishermen. We know how things are done. You are a rabbi. Hmm. What they don't know is fishermen know ten. <laughs> the rabbi is telling you, listen, I, I come from another realm. And the realm I come from, because you can allow my 90 to come. Yes. Watch what it does to your ten. Watch what it does with your ten. Wow, that's powerful. That was the key. Yeah. And that's why Peter says something strange after they catch the fish. He says to him, depart from me, even though grabbing him, mm. I am a sinner. What is the sinner there? Why is the sin? Mm. Mm. Peter understands sinner there not to mean one who is evil, mm. but one who thinks they know better, one who is separated mm. from the wisdom yeah. of God. Yeah. He has called to something new. Mm. These are the powerful things we need to understand. 1090, listen, what we are doing, we are trying to program you to see 1090. 10 in everything that you are doing. Everywhere you look. The other day we talked about David and Goliath. Yes. And yes. of course in yes. our last conversation you yes. mentioned something. Yes. Let's go back to David and Goliath because that's another one yes. that is powerful. Yes, because think about it. Let's, let's invert it a bit. The Goliath is the giant that has been terrorizing an entire hmm. nation. Yes. You know sometimes in our head we think about his statement, send a man to me. Hmm. No, 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 no. He had defied an entire army. David came and said, who is this individual who defies the armies, plural, God. of God? <laughs> How massive was this thing? Yes. In other words, in the mind of anybody, mm. Goliath represents the 90% problem. Mm. Alright? David shows up. You know the story. But when David applies himself, how much of himself does he apply? Mm. 10%. He came with five, you know, I was talking to you earlier yes. before this conversation, yes. that he came with five stones, stones and a sling. Yes. But the first stone... You only used one. <laughs> did you? God tells you, my, you do your, your ten. That's it. You Just take you. that sling. Sure. David had to trust God. That was it. David had to say, listen, internally to himself, I come in the name of the That's Lord. That's it. Before he declared it. That's it. He must have come to a place, a conclusion, yes. that my friend, you do not know the God of the 90. Yes. You know, you know, we normally say David defeated Goliath. Yes. No. David defeated the Philistine army. Yes. All of it. Mm. Not Goliath. The 10. Goliath was just the figurehead mm. that represented the entire Philistine army. Because the Bible says, I mean... We were talking about this before, how Goliath lied. He said, send a man to me. If I defeat him, we will serve you will mm. serve us. If he defeats me, we will serve you. David defeated him and the Philistines took off. So it was a lie. No covenant, they, they, but no. When you go not. to the market space, well, do not uh, believe. When they tell you, if you do this deal, you will uh, get this. It is a lie. In this, if you compromise here... You will get this. It's a lie. It is a lie. So when David now came with his sling, yes. and he threw that first stone, yes. please explain how the stone knew that the best place to go is that forehead. the forehead. The stone had eyes. Why? Because the 90 of God, whether yes. it gives eyes yeah, to stones, it. and by the way, it also gave it more power, yeah. so <laughs> that when it hit him... I usually say David is the first sniper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because snipers go for the forehead. Yes. With a slingshot. So the 90 of God 
will direct even stones, my friend. That's so, what are, why are you talking about 10 and 90? Just to yes. show you the 90 of God. Oh, yes. Defies anything we know in the material realm. Hmm. It comes and says, listen, this is how I created everything to be. Yes. But I am the creator. I can bend laws. There you go. So, 90 will bend laws for you. Absolutely. What situation are you seeing in your life right now? Where you're looking and saying, I do not understand how I'm going to get out of this. Yes. Who is this facing you? coming against you and you can stand up like David and say listen I stand in a covenant with my God I don't care what men say but you know what I must still do my turn yes I will still have to step out and do a step out and do B but as I do that people who are seeing me around don't know I could be doing this which you think it's normal but in my heart I'm doing my 10 percent you know, it's time for me to, to bring the concept Whenever we talk of a covenant, and I know we say yes. that God had a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes. Yes and no. Explain. The Bible says God had a covenant with himself. Mm, mm. Otherwise, if we say he had a covenant with Abraham, it makes them equals. Mm. As if Abraham had something to offer. <laughs> and neither, uh, and Isaac, as though Abraham could keep a covenant. No, the covenant God gave Abraham was a covenant he swore by himself, mm, the Bible mm. says. The Bible says, having none greater, God swore by himself. Yes. After making a covenant with himself, he told Abraham, that covenant I've made with myself will bless you. Mm. How powerful is that covenant? Mm. It can't be broken. Yes. So Abraham really is a beneficiary of God's covenant with himself, mm. which then gives us all a beneficiary. That's mm. how powerful it is. Mm. So the principle here is that when David says, this one has no covenant with God, he's basically saying, listen, Guys, do you guys understand? God had a covenant with himself, gave it to Abraham as a beneficiary, mm. and we are in the lineage of a beneficiary of a covenant that cannot be broken. Yes. Because the one who saw with himself, <laughs> God here, God here, God himself, no one can break it. Remember when we say the 90, <laughs> you cannot comprehend it in the material. You can't comprehend You can't it. understand. God swore by himself. And you now find people even having debates yeah. and say, okay, how could God swear by himself? And these God, you're like my friend. Irrelevant. Keep your 10. Keep my 10. You will understand That's your 10. Leave the 90. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the <laughs> most powerful for me, I always say, is that when I look at a seed, in a womb, a seed of man, in mm. a womb of a woman, mm. becoming a child. And when they are born, God says, listen, yes. before you are formed in your mother's I womb, you. I knew you. Okay, stop. You mm. don't understand the ninety of mm. God. Mm. But mm. you know what? Those things give us a confidence that yes. we serve an ever-living God, yeah. almighty. Anything you want to call him, he yes. is more than that. So let's not box God. Let's not put him in and say, this is how God works. Uh, when he says yeah. he's 90, yes. we don't even and know please, what we're using 90 yes. in our human limitation. To understand because... Because our brain works in 100%. Yes. So 90 is just to show you how small our part is, mm. how big God's part is, yes. yet he requires us to apply the small. Mm. When you have a situation in your life and it keeps recurring, or maybe you're feeling like it's not going, I need this thing to go. I don't want it in my life. Do you realize that situation looks like it is 200%? Yeah. It overwhelms you. Yes. Yet God is telling you an instruction will only be 10%. That's so it. when you're stepping out to do that instruction, God yes. is telling you, my friend, that is 10%. But sometimes you feel overwhelmed. Yeah. 
I have to go and do this. I have to go and meet so-and-so. I have to go and sit with so-and-so. All those things look like they are, oh God, must I keep doing this? Why don't you just come in, step in and just stop? Stop. That's your turn. That's your turn. Finish your turn and watch my 19. That's it. Let's talk about feeding the 5,000. Or let's talk about Naaman first. Yeah, let's talk about Naaman. The Old Testament. Yeah. Naaman's healing. Now, Naaman has leprosy. Yes. Now, what does that tell you? First of all, it's one of the most powerful people. Walking with the most powerful king at that time. Yet, he can't deal with leprosy. Meaning there are certain scenarios. That's why we're pulling so many different patterns away from scripture. There are certain scenarios where your resources and your capacity mm. cannot deal with. Mm. Mm. So, what does he do? He comes to Israel. What does Elisha do? Tells him, here is your 10%, my friend. Go dip yourself in the river seven times. Mm. That's all. That's, That's your ten. Yeah, we're not going to do. And even when he resisted, I like what his maid servant said to him. If you had been asked to do a difficult thing, mm. she even knew this is so simple. Meaning the ten percent is not a difficult thing. Let's go back to something you've just said. Yes, there are situations in your life yes. where money, Resources. relationships, yeah. anything that you have cannot solve. You're looking at this thing and saying, listen, I know so and so. Yes. I have money to solve this. Yeah. I have a house. Maybe that's what you think would be needed. Nothing seems to sort what you have. And God is telling you, in even in that situation, there's a 10%. There's a 10%. What's your instruction? That yeah. means the some of the things that we've picked out here, yes. God gives an instruction for every kind of problem every situation. that you can face. God is basically saying... Mm. The way I structured the earth from creation, I never expected more than 10% from you. Yeah. But I, being sovereign, being ruler over all, mm. will fill the rest. That's the relationship. Oh, powerful. That is the power powerful. of this relationship. Yes. That's how it When you say he is our father. Yes. And we are his sons. That's it. That's what we are saying. That as sons, we'll do the 10 so there's a situation like now, Naman, where you're saying, listen, I've tried everything. Yes. Everything failed. I've made the calls that I need to call. There Nothing came through. There you go. I've used money. Nothing happened. There you go. But God is telling you, all you need is an instruction yes. that comes from the mouth of God. There you go. Get that instruction and it will get you out of the situation that you're having. That's it. Feeding the 5,000. Now, in, in Matthew 14, yes. we all know the story. Jesus has a crowd. They say 5,000 men, mm. not counting women and children. Okay. And uh, we always speculate and say there has never been a, a church meeting where men were more than women and children. <laughs> anyway. So there are more than 5,000. Let's so talk about double. Maybe they were double or more. Yes. And Jesus says, what do you have? What is your 10%? Mm. Five loaves, two fishes. That's, That's all, all I need. That's it. That is all I need to feed over mm. at least guaranteed 5,000 mm. men. Mm. Plus. What do you have? That's what I will need. It's true we have a situation. What do you have? And Jesus says, how many loaves? Five loaves. Five. And Watch me. Fish. The 90. As hmm. he breaks, my friend, each break-in multiplies. Ah. And guess what? When he gave it to the disciples yes. and they started feeding, it multiplied. it multiplied in their hands. That's it. But you see, that's what I was asking earlier. I don't know if this conversation or the last one, where I asked, 
As you break the bread, as you're sharing to the people because you're yes. sitting in groups, yes. as you're sharing and it multiplies, what are you thinking at that moment in time? I, sometimes I feel like these people didn't even notice until later I say, okay. What was going on? Wait, how many people are the there? The bread never ended. Maybe somebody in the line of the disciples thought there was a big stock somewhere. Yes. Because we don't know if when he broke it, it was only with the few. Yes. The rest just went share. But whatever the case, yes. there's somewhere somebody sits and says, listen, I gave the master five. We fed 5,000 plants. And then we are told that they filled up 12 baskets. Left offer. So even mathematically, if he had just done five loaves and turned them to 12 baskets, even that is powerful. But now he's saying after your full 5,000 plus people, you still gather 12. 12. That is a serious thing. Remember, in the, uh, what we said, I think we said it in the last conversation. Again, we show now with Moses and Joshua, same type of agreement of what he's doing, but different outcomes. Yes. So there's no replication. Mm-hmm. We saw Elijah, Elisha. Two widows, different ways of the 10 and 90, yes. different outcomes. Even with Jesus, very interesting. In Matthew 14, we talk of the 5,000. If you go to Mark 8, we talk of the 4,000. <laughs> the 4,000 who were fed with seven loaves. Mm. This time the seven loaves were with the disciples. And the Bible says a few fish, we do not know how many. But it all feeds 4,000. Mm. So in that situation, again, he did not replicate. He did not yes. say, now we have a model. Now bring Who has five loaves and two fish? <laughs> or no. when you go to Jesus' crusades, yes. you always have five, five loaves. Just in case he asked for this. Yes. It was no, seven loaves. It was different. Just to show you. I think also this is showing us, yes. when you're talking about feeding the 5,000, yes. where Jesus is sitting and saying, listen, what do you have? Uh-huh. There is always 10%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we said there is a place in life. Yes. Where Jesus finds the man mm-hmm. that is at the pool of Bethsaida. Yes. Where he just steps in miracle. The masses of God step in your life. Yes. But there's a place where God says, you're my son. You're past that place of sitting for 38 but years you know, waiting. But you know the lovely thing? Yeah. Even with a man at Bethesda, there was a 10%. There was a still. Pick, pick up, up your, your bed, bed and walk. And walk. Jesus didn't touch him. Yes. So there's this guy who says, listen. I've been sitting, I've been sitting. <laughs> Even that man of 38 years. Yes. When a miracle, where God says, listen, my mass is because I can see you going nowhere. Up. But even when I show up, I still that's expect. This story. Yes. There's somewhere, even in that, you're told, do. There's Pick something you need to do. But you know what? Like the maid of Naaman said, yes. check how simple. simple the instructions are. So when you come and talk about feeding the 5,000, yes. simple, what do you have? Listen. Bring the five loaves. Yes. He didn't go for the loaves. No, he said, no, no. bring them. Bring the five loaves. You come. You bring. bring them to it. 10%. Oh my. Guys, God. by now, the picture is telling you yes. that 10% can't possibly be complicated. Mm. In every instance we've covered so far, and we will continue to cover, nobody was told to do something they yes. could not, not. do. Mm. That's the key. So, Anyone listening to us today? Yes. When you're talking about your instruction, instruction is that what do you have? Loaves. Yes. Bring the loaves. Simple. Yes. Simon, go and cast your net. Simple. You know to do it. It's not something you don't know how to do. Every instruction you have checked. Pick up your bed yes. and walk. Widow, yes. go. Yeah. Make bread. You know you how, know to, how make. to make bread. <laughs> 
Don't yeah. ask me. Don't how. go to a baking school. There's no time for Do that. Do we understand that the instruction is always simple? Yes. Now, when we started this conversation, we said something. That when we talk about 10 and 90, yes. we are taking the 10 and 90 from the principle of tithing. Yes. Let's yes. talk about that. All right. Now, I want us to understand something. The concept of 10%, the concept of tithing, did, when God said, give me 10, it was not just arbitrary. Mm-hmm. There was a pattern to it. Everything God does has a pattern. A tenth of the produce. A tenth of. Now, the wisest way to see that pattern is this way. God says, in Malachi, he says, if you give the ten, listen carefully, mm-hmm. I will open the windows of heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Stop. Why <laughs> is a physical activity getting a, 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 a spiritual or supernatural response? Why? Because in the earth realm, we have been entrapped by the physical thing. Right? Called the amount, the money, whether it's 10% of your produce, whatever it is. Okay. In, in the earth, since the fall, producing costs us life. So people see our 10% or our goods as a price that we have paid in exchange for our lives. Hmm. So when you work and get paid, it is the amount of life you have given away that you got paid for. Therefore, you've transferred, listen carefully, you've transferred your life to an amount. That's why when people take that money, you can kill for it. Because it's your life. It is blood, literally. And Babylon told you, this is your life. life. We actually least told you yes. for 30 days you yes. have worked. For one week. You've given whatever this time, portion of your this life. This is your life. Therefore, we are taking your life and saying, yes. this is what it's worth. You've transacted with your life. Once you've transacted with your life, your life has been shifted to your body from your uh, ecosystem as your mind, body, into an, an amount. Okay. 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 And in Babylon, depending on how much life you give... <laughs> It's how much you get. Now, when you get that, God says, because in your mind, that's where life lies. Okay, let's go back to my model. I won't even put a big demand on you. Bring the 10. When you bring the 10, watch me. Activate the 90 that will change your life completely. So, what was the response? (laughs) I will open the windows of heaven. I'll pour out a blessing that there'll be no room. We stop. We don't continue reading. It says, your field, your crop will not cast its fruit before its time. Okay. What does that tell you? You have a crop. Mm. You have a field. Mm. That means the activity you're putting out there, the crop will not cast its fruit. Why is God saying that? Yes. Because that part of the process of the harvest never has anything to do with you. Mm. You planted, you cultivated, but now for that harvest to operate, yes. who is causing it to operate? That's the principle. There is also here. this other principle in Babylon. Yes. Where Babylon tells you that work become your own boss yes. so that you don't have to work another day. Uh-huh. That's a lie. Uh-huh. God also on this other hand <laughs> says, I will bless the work of your hands. Yes. What is Babylon promising you? A lie. Here, Babylon is telling you, you've worked for 30 days and this is the little yes. that you've been given. Yes. Now, why don't you come to a place where you work, work, work so that you get a lot of money so that you don't have to work? Yes. God tells you, let me give you a better principle. Hmm. 
If you give your 10, Babylon yes. has told you that is your body, that's your life. Yes. If you give 10 of that, watch my 90 bring you to that place called rest. That's it. Where now you're in Babylon but you're not exchanging your life uh-huh. for money. The Bible says in Matthew 3, uh, Matthew 6, that seek the kingdom, seek your instruction. And all seek a proceeding things. word and that word will cause things to be added to you. Yeah, you you will not lose your life to get things. So when we talk of tithe, yes. people think tithe is about let me give so that God can bless me. No. What is telling you? Do your 10 and allow me to do 90 in your life. Well, what, is, what is basically happening? When you do that 10, there's an acknowledgement. Guys, I want you to get this clear. Okay. Tithe is not being given to a person. Tithe is not being released to cause money to money. come to you. Because no. that's where people say, we've tithe, 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 mm-hmm. nothing. Happened. Happened. No, the promise was not that if you tithe, something would happen. Okay. The promise is if you are a tither, you are an acknowledger that my source hmm. is in the heavens. That acknowledgement hmm. causes God to open the heavens. What are the windows of heaven? Hmm. The best way to explain the windows of heaven is to go, first of all, remember God was talking to an agricultural society. Okay. If it was in our days, he would have used a different terminology. Okay. But this is the principle. And you find it in Deuteronomy 28, verse 12. He says, uh, Moses says, basically, if you follow these instructions, if you do your 10%, 10. Yes. the Lord will open the heavens, mm. the storehouse of his bounty. Mm. So where is the bounty of the Lord hidden? In the heavens. But then he says, what will happen? He's talking to agricultural people who are entering the land. Okay. To send rain to your land <laughs> in season, And to bless all the work of your hands. Hmm. Okay? That is when the statement we love comes from. You will lend to many. And borrow. And will borrow from none. Okay, stop. <laughs> If you follow this and learn to do your turn, I will activate hmm. the environment of your economy. Yes. I will cause you in your work to be blessed. Please notice, he did not say he'll send anybody to give you anything. And in that season, whatever season you're living in, I will cause you now, rain in their day was real rain. In our day, rain could be favor. In our day, rain could be the change of the economy, the change of season, change of weather, whatever it is. And then bless the work of your hands. It is in the blessing of the work of your hands that you lend to many. Lending to many is not something that happens to you. Hmm. It is an outcome of a blessed environment, God doing his 90. 90. So you're saying that as I tithe, yes. it's acknowledging that first of all, this is not what I live on. Exactly. Number two, which is so important, this is not my life, my friend. That's it. No, my life is not defined by defined this. By this. No. You cannot take any amount of money to define me. You can't come and tell my life, my blood, my sweat, my soul is equals to this amount of money. Yes. So God tells you, listen, this is what the world tells you. As you tithe, I want to break you from a place where you give your life yes. to get money. And I want to bring you to a place where the windows of heaven are open. Yes. Ideas and opportunities, favor with God and with man comes go. into your life. That's my 90. That's it. So your 10 
like what you said from the beginning, is that it allows heaven to come into the earth in your financial life, your financial realm. And it says that, listen, I will rearrange your finances that you are no longer exchanging your life with for money. Economy. Oh, that is powerful. That's basically and I works. want to believe that if you understand the principle of 10 and 90, you will now know why we keep saying that every time we do our 10, yes. we are allowing heaven to come into the earth. Now, can you go sit with an unbeliever and explain that? So, Unless you are a son of God yes. to understand that principle. Yeah. And let me say something to ministers. Okay. Our 10 is not to demand the 10. <laughs> what is the turn of the minister? The turn of the minister is to bring the truth that God gave you. Hmm. You do that turn, and God will do his 90. That 90 may come from people doing their turn. So the minister but that's not should your not look to the people, but to God. Or to make any demand. The men and women in this journey yes. should also not look unto others, exactly. but to look unto God. That's it. So where is this taking us? 10 and 90 is where we all face God and say, yes. listen, he is my father as he is your father. Yes. So when you do your 10, your father will do his 90. Absolutely. When we do our 10, yes. our God, our father yes. will do our uh, his 90. He's 90. Now let me ask you a question on this. Mm. Where do prayer come in in this? Because that's the other thing that has made us get yes. stuck. Now, listen carefully. Prayer is not the 10%. Meaning? <laughs> you see, unfortunately, we've been told that if you pray, God will do. Mm. No. If you pray, God will tell you what to do. Mm. Mm. Prayer opens your ears to hear God. That's it. To hear His voice. That's it. You see, and, and I know our famous Second Chronicles 7.14. <laughs> we talk about if the, the Lord said, if my people who are called by my name will we humble talk, themselves listen, and pray and follow the face. process. If they one humble themselves, let me read this. Yes. If my people, this is Second yes. Chronicles seven fourteen. Yes. If my people who are called by my name mm -hmm. will humble themselves mm -hmm. and pray uh -huh. and seek my face, when they seek their face, what happens? Next thing, and turn from their wicked ways. Do you see there's an action? That's the only instruction we fail in that scripture. We like to pray. To humble ourselves, yes. To pray, yes. To seek His face, yes. That we like to do, but we've not through turned prayer. from our wicked ways. He says, "If they turn from their wicked ways, please listen to the next line. Then I will hear from heaven mm -hmm. and will forgive their sin and do what and heal their land. Not provide, <laughs> heal their land. So when they do, thank you. There will be a harvest. Prayer is not the ten percent. Mm. Prayer shows us." How to access the 10%. Mm. Prayer opens us up to the keys of the 10%. Please talk about this thing here. <laughs> that when you humble yourself, pray and seek his face. Yes. And turn away from your wicked ways. Yes. For me to have wicked ways, wicked ways is a, a picture of I'm doing something. Exactly. So you must turn from that and do something else. So there's something I'm doing yes. that is making me wicked. And listen, what are the wicked ways mm. okay yes before you jump to this scripture if you go back and read the whole conversation god is having with solomon it starts by saying but when the people will turn from the things i have told them mm. when they will seek <laughs> other gods yes 
and start when they will think things. money is the key to their mm, life, mm. when they will think Babylon is the key to their life, when they seek other gods, and I cause a drought, who caused it? God. So it is my doing that, that causes has, the drought. Thank you, because they did not follow the 10%. When they stop following the 10%, mm -hmm. I will step out of that space. My 90 things, I'll pull it out. Mm. Things will go off. When they seek me and discover, seeking his face is not, guys, God is not interested in looking at you. You look at each other. <laughs> seeking God's face is not seeing how he looks like. Seeking God's face is going back to get clarity on what he had said. Moses, I speak to face face. I, Meaning, speak. I give him my insight on my <laughs> intent. When they seek my intent again and turn from that journey they have gone to. Stop doing what you're doing and, and start, start doing, doing what I said. I will heal. I will forgive them and I will heal the land. Meaning if they work now, the work it will produce is blessed. And just for you to get clarity, mm. the term wicked is used in G by Jesus in very interesting ways. What I find funny, in the Old Testament it says my people, and then it calls them wicked. Yes. Jesus talks of parables of servants, calls them wicked. So this wickedness here, guys, is not wicked of the world. Mm. It's not wicked of an unbelievers. Unbelievers. No. This is wickedness in my people. <laughs> the parable of the talents, he calls the guy who buried the talent wicked. So, when you bury the talent, yes, okay, yes, when you bury what you're supposed to be doing, yes, what's the only thing you could be doing if not praying? Exactly, what is it that you could be doing if you've, if you've hidden yeah, your you talent? Praying, the only thing you could be doing is praying. So, yeah, God is saying, Listen, do not pray if you're doing nothing or if you're doing wickedness. What is wickedness here? You're taking what you're supposed to do. Hide it and then you go and pray. Yes. You're facing the altar, but you're not establishing any Anything. throne. And guys, goodness. I'd like to speak to Kenya, the Africa continent specifically. This is specifically for specifically. Africa. <laughs> if you're watching, please excuse us if you're in any other continent. But if yes. you're an African, You'll understand. in any other continent, yes. please listen to this. You have prayed enough. Hmm. Get up. Go and do. Hmm. When Hannah prayed for her son, thank you very much. And God heard her. Hmm. She had to go home with her husband and sleep with him. Hmm. 10% and allow God to do the rest, guys. After Ten. you pray, what are you doing? Hmm. Wait, let's go back to this. When my people, even if they humble themselves, yes. they pray and seek yes. my face, if they don't, if they turn, don't turn away from their wicked ways, and, and, and if they turn, I will heal the land. It's called work. He didn't say if they turn, I will now bring them a blessing. No, 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 no. Work. That means when they had moved away, they were working. They were toiling. So when we talk about 10%, your hands must be engaged. Hmm. God tells the man, pick up your bed and yes. go. When you go, you cannot just keep going and going and going. Jesus said, go. Hmm. Listen, you have to go and do something. You've been sitting here for 38 years. Yes. You've been praying. The answers come and you don't even see them because even when Jesus came, he still said, I don't see a yes. man. I don't have a man. And it is a man speaking hmm. to him. But now you have no excuse. Now yes. you're saying, listen, I need to know my instruction. Mm -hmm. I need to know my 10%. What do I need to do? 
for God to step in. Listen. I need to give heaven permission. Show you two patterns. Yes. The angel Gabriel appears to Zechariah mm-hmm. and says, your, your wife will have a child. This is a priest. He's been praying. An angel has come. He's been interrupted. Yes. After he's told this, he must go home and sleep with his wife. The child will not just come. Mm. Because he has prayed and God has answered. Mm. Anywhere you see in scripture, Peter is very busy praying. Mm. God interrupts him. So there's someone watching us now and saying, I need God to step in. Please, when God steps in, no matter what miracle in the Bible, there's something you, you have to go do. And do. 10%. If it's a seed you have to plant, yes. if you have to go and open a business, if you have to go and sell something to start something, that's your 10%. That's it. If you have to go and get employment, that's your 10%. You have to do something. 10%? So, so should you 90. pray? Yeah, so should you pray? Yes. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. If any prayer doesn't end up in doing, you're wasting your time. Mm. So if you're praying for God to come and do, Stop. It's not going to happen. <laughs> he will not do. So if you're praying for men to come and do, if you're praying for women to come and just help Send you and someone. you're doing nothing, yeah. you can't just sit back and say, I have prayed, so I'm now expecting someone to walk in with food. I have prayed. Imagine if life was like that. Do you realize that it's boring? Me praying and expecting That's people to life. walk in and there's nothing I'm doing? That's a life of what God, what Jesus called the Yes, Servant. yes. Wicked and lazy. Slothful. He called them lazy. Lazy. So wickedness and laziness, same bedfellows. Please give us a conclusion of this 10 and 90. Let me say this. I have journeyed, the little we have journeyed. If we track back to the most powerful things that have happened in our lives, sadly, they didn't happen because we just prayed. They happened when the prayer brought us to a point of doing. Mm. So we're not throwing out prayer. But prayer that doesn't end in doing is an exercise in futility. Mm. Mm. Right? So whenever we prayed and we sought God, God said it's time to go to Botswana. We got up and went. Get a ticket. Get time a to go back to Kenya. We got up and went. Mm. We always had to do something. God said it's time for you to start TCC. We got up and did you couldn't just pray for it. Mm. So prayer must end in an action. Why? God sent us into the earth to act, not to pray. Mm. Yep. Prayer is when we lose direction in the earth. That's when we go back to prayer. Prayer is when we don't know what to do. Mm. Jesus' is prayer focused on doing. Yes. Thy kingdom come. come. Thy will be done. <laughs> done on earth. Ultimately, that's the thing. So God has 90s waiting for us. Yes. All you need us to do is 10%. 10 and 90. Guys, every time you do your 10, you give heaven the right to come into your world. As you go into the market space, be that believer who says, it is not me. The battle belongs to God. But because I know, I have to do my 10. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, 
may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.